The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. I could have never seen what was coming for me. Hangs at the skate park, hangs by the beach. My life, it feels like. Brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. And if you lick the oldest brother, it tastes just like Justin McElroy. And listen, I'm your millest brother, Travis McElroy. I just want to make chocolate. You stole fizzy lifting drink and my heart. You get everything. It's Griffin McElroy. <laughs> you get Boffo Box Boffo Box <laughs> yeah. Office Buckaroonies, baby. We don't often do this. We may have done this once before. That's right. It's the watch part two. It's Wonka watch. watch. We've been so watch good. Watch. We can do a second Wonka watch as a treat for us. Yeah. You, you all have to understand in our private lives, it's just about Wonka. That's it. It's we, just Wonka. If we're we talking about something other than Wonka in this uh, in this podcast that you're hearing it is a courtesy yeah it yeah. is a it is a gift for you and, okay and not just that a lift do you know how hard it is for me to switch gears in my hyper fixated so brain to talk about anything else everybody's over here talking about barbie or oppenheimer barbie or oppenheimer i would throw the master tapes of both these films into a furnace and set them on fire, never to be watched by human eyes again, for one more Wonka trailer. Yeah. One more trailer showing me a little bit of Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa, a little bit of Timothy Chalamet's inscrutable accent. I'm going to watch this oh. movie in theaters 19 I wanna times. Make, I want to make chocolate. I want to <laughs> make it's chocolate. I want to make chocolate. Juice, you got really distracted there for a second, please. I just, I accidentally, it popped up in my window. <laughs> I was looking for the cast, and the trailer automatically started playing, go. and I was swept yeah. away. Damn, because he just wants to make chocolate, but the he chocolate cartel. Chocolate. The chocolate cartel won't let These him. Chocolate That's business right. Men wanna... This is a child's movie that invokes the idea of cartel. <laughs> this evil chocolate family wants to kill Willy Wonka and take his, and take his candy away. I can't um, wait to see this fucking flick. This thing's this thing's unreal. Yeah. I why did the, I gotta say I watched the trailer and if you haven't watched the trailer yet, there's some people who don't you, know this movie's even coming out, guys. I mentioned that well, on glad, a stream. I'm glad and, oh. to help. I'm glad to help. Does it seem like everything about it is wild? Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, were you guys prepared for the heat that Chalamet is bringing Never. to this particular role? It's a, it's quite a take. Um, he seems, he seems to be his his to be verb seems to be um, 
to helping you find a t-shirt at Hot Topic when his shift ends at 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that is the energy. that's very, that very is, good, Justin. It is, that's the heat that he is ringing. I don't know why he, I know he saw the gene. He had to he have seen the gene. Had to have seen the depth. Oh yeah, the depth is the de- the depth is running wild the, on this. The one. gulf between these two performances. You have Depp over here, just like, and Chalamet is over here, like, I want to make chocolate. I want to make chocolate. That's the the gulf between the whole thing. It's so fucking can I mysterious. tell you? If he, I bet. Picture this, Timothy Chalamet. Wiggles his way in to the first read, and he looks at the director, and he goes, I'm going to be wilder than wilder and deeper than Depp. <laughs> yeah. And the director was like, what does that mean? And he's like, you'll see. <laughs> you heard me. Wilder than wilder, deeper than Depp. And then it's like, okay, action. And Chalvet's like, I'm Willy Wonka. I'm Willy Wonka. I don't want to make chocolate. <laughs> I'm Willy Wonka. I want to make chocolate. These guys won't let me. They won't let me make chocolate. Again. I'm going to stand on a box, and I'm going to put out some fucking... Uh, wizarding Wiley, whatever fucking candy that flies around. They had to have come. Tell kids in my way, I'll kill them. They had to have come to him, right, and been like, "We must have the Dune Boy." Everyone yes. loves the Dune Boy, and it give would be, me that angular rascal. Give me the angular I, Dune Boy, please. And can I say, I love Chalamet. Oh yes, Chalamet's great, fucking. And this performance is I, going to be good. Actually, it's going to be good. Actually, it will be good. The, well, the movie will have to contort around yes. it to Chalamet. Yeah, like whatever it is, he'll he'll the refract. gravitational force. You're right, <laughs> exactly. The gravitational pull of Chalamet's yes. energy is going to bend the film to his I will. Just... Mister Mister Chalamet's Wonder Emporium is going to be an amazing movie, and I can't wait to see it's it. So chill, oh. such a chill vibe. From such me. a chill movie. I love it. It's so good. And Keegan Michael Key's in there eating too much He's candy. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson's there. running away from a giraffe. So like, funny. Okay, at what point is it targeted at us? Is yeah. what I'm saying, right? Because they got Chalamet to play Wonka, yeah. and they call it Wonka. Mm-hmm. Then they put Hugh Grant as a Oompa Loompa in a bottle. Very good. Bends over and is like flashing his covered ass at Timmy. Yeah. Uh, Flashing his covered ass. You're going to drop. You're going to drop Rowan Atkins on me? How hot a movie is it that you only had to use Rowan Atkins for three seconds in the trailer? You're like, there's so much we can actually only afford three seconds worth of Rowan Atkinson because well, there's the so much is, other stuff we gotta show you. The, the problem is he travels with all the bees now. He fell True. in love yeah. with all the bees and he married eight he bees. Married, <laughs> well, that's what Not happens, a lot right? Of Enemies to Lovers is classic. Yeah. Classic Every movie he's in now, like, I'd love to do it, but is there a place for the bee? Yeah. yeah. My wife, the Wow, bees. that was really yeah. good, Juice. That really sounded a lot it's like exactly Mr. Bean's like Rowan Atkinson. I heard what they did was they glued a bunch of ping pong balls to the bees yes. and CGI the giraffe around the bees. That what you just said is the dumbest thing I've ever heard ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's what happened. You're right. Um, it's yeah. just really stupid. It's like a dumb idea. Uh, but I celebrate the, it. I, I, the IMDb lists uh, Mr. Chalamet as young Willy Wonka, and if I may be so bold, I think we should list Gene Wilder as old Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm sorry. There's 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 Willy Wonka. Yeah. My generation's one. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's the old dad. Dad's like, sorry, he's old Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. This is, this is why Willy I've Wonka. taught my daughter to call Yoda old Grogu. Yeah. For that exact exactly. reason. Yes, correct. I That's feel, by the way, I, Grogu. I feel 
deeply, deeply bad for the very, very narrow sliver, very narrow time window generation that have to that have Johnny's Wonka that are Johnny Wonka the Johnny Wonka generation yeah. that's a mm-hmm. that's a bad beat cuz it's sandwiched between what are almost certainly going to be two massively superior performances well i bet this one comes out right it's going to be huge again oh who's that it's going to be uh, Burton and Depp leapfrog it again to say, now we're gonna make another one. Where this one, he's old and looking back and gone, I am probably shouldn't have given it to Charlie. In retrospect, I'm gonna go back and find a he's new a child. set of kids. He knows no Yeah, if Charlie was a child, I'm gonna start interviewing uh, potential adults yeah. to take over who have gone to like business school and know how mm-hmm. to like do uh, you know, like payroll and insurance. Are right, you writing a shit. spec script for Wonka, Travis? Just like sit back and re- like just. It's it- called Twonka, T W O, and that's big, right? Fuck, so it's like good. two Wonka, but it's got to be Twonka. Twonka's really good. Can Thank we have? A, can we have? Can I? I'm obsessed with Twonka now. God damn it! Thank I really you. didn't want to be, but I really, yeah. really am. Can we get? I don't know what the plot of Wonka. Is going to be, which is now what I'm calling the first <laughs> new Timothy Chalamet Wonka. But can we somehow get a sort of cri- crisis on Infinite Earth situation in Twonka, where we got Chalamet, Depp, and Wilder all all back at it again? And maybe yeah, we, we introduce could, we the fourth Wonka in there. There's always a there's always a Wonka, and a, well, Christopher Lee's going to come back as Wonka Senior. Okay, yes, and Sally Hawkins is Wonka's mom. Yes. Give us a Last Crusade kind of vibe. We can CGI. Not we'll get heat. Harrison Ford in there as long as we're at it, and CGI Gene Wilder over him. He's got a lot of experience with that now. Yeah, from Dial kind of Destiny is going to be perfect. Sa- Sally Hawkins and Christopher Lee are going to be bringing some sexual heat. Not yeah. ready for at, it off the charts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, yeah, that will be huge. I you joke, but there's no way they make this movie if they're not considering a verse, right? Yeah, no. There's no. going to be. A oh yeah, no. Verse. You, you got to expand, baby. For sure. I am dying for the kids movie that is just called Oompa Loompas. Uh huh. And it's just eighty Hugh Grant. Yeah. Running around banana. <laughs> Running around hey, banana. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Oomp. There it is. That's the oomp, tagline. That's it. Oomp. There it is. That's the Yoda man. There. Yeah. The whole gang. He had. They have to fall in love though. Oh yeah. Because there's no. There's. Uh, this is what my. Hi. <laughs> hi everybody. Let me turn my white PowerPoint on. Hi. So, um. Hi. Um, thanks for seeing me. Uh, here, I love the opportunity to contribute to the Wonkaverse. Absolutely, yes. Thank you for coming. I've been looking for a new verse to become deeply invested in, so this is kismet. My contribution is called Oompa Loompa. Uh-huh. Uh, tagline, oomp, there it is. Oomp, there it is. Obviously, <laughs> you yes. probably already see. What my movie is about is this. Like the Willy, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like the Willy Wonka, the little Willy Wonka monsters, those guys? Yeah, this is part of the Wonkaverse, okay. so yeah, that would be wild. I remember, I remember them. I remember them. Okay, great. So here's the thing. You remember the Oompa Loompas, but the question on my mind and the mind of every other viewer is where where are the babes? Oh, okay. That's not- The Oompa Babes? That isn't, like, that's not (laughs) what I originally sort of was thinking about Oompa Loompas. Right, that's why you brought me in. All due respect. Yeah, yeah, he's right. All due respect. I actually brought 
you're our door dasher for the Chipotle that we all ordered for lunch, and then you started. They have to be Lady Oompa Loompas somewhere on the globe. They're dying off. And they're Griffin, getting older. They're dying. They need to re. They need sorry, to. Sorry, Justin, was yeah. it Justin Griffin? I yeah. did put in the special delivery instructions. If you have any ideas for an extended Wonkaverse movie, let us know when you come in. Yeah. So I guess what I, I'm confused about is on me. we are, we are Lionsgate. Um, we're yeah. not making the Willy Wonka movie. Uh, that yes, I, I believe they they have the dune boy is in it so like we're not even making that movie uh so i'm not sure we are not making dune but i'm not sure i mean if you we might be able to get in touch with people over at i mean we'll have an easier company. time doing it yeah than the company you know, that makes Justin. yeah you know so what do you think can i have 100 mil yeah Here's the thing is that all the writers and actors are on strike. And so I think optically the best thing we can do is pay our Chipotle delivery driver $200 million to- 200, he upped, he upped it. I was gonna do 100 million, but then Griffin decided let's double that. Well, it's gonna take a couple, a couple tries. Yeah. It's gonna take, I know you. It's gonna take you a day in the booth. Okay, I find out, and I find out, and that's a hundred million a day. One hundred. That's a hundred million a day. It's gonna take him a day. It's gonna take Hugh a day in the booth. Yeah, maybe two days in the booth tops. And if I know Hugh. He will scab for it. Uh, he won't, though. He is, but he I, we can't get head. Hugh Grant. He's not going to scab. He's got too much honor for that. But I can get you Hugh Grant. Now this Ooh. is this is a new Hugh Grant that we've been working on here at Lionsgate. Um, I'm excited about this. How big? How big is Hugh Grant? They yeah. Can they meet? Can they meet Hugh Grant in Oompa Loompa? And it's Hugh Grant, the man. <laughs> but wait, they call so him wait, Hugh Grant. He, is Hugh Grant? Playing Hugh Grant, or you're saying yes. Hugh no, Grant as himself? That's, that's Andy Circus as Hugh Grant. Okay, who is Hugh Grant the actor? We are, but Circus. We get Circus. Hugh Grant's too busy. We can't get another day in the booth with, with yeah, Hugh. Yeah, no, there's He's no not way. For the days. morning that we are recording this podcast, the 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 SAG strike is about to be voted on. By the time this episode comes, oh, out, it's gone. Uh, it's done. Oh, it's done. We're, okay, it's done. We're striking. Fuck yeah! All right, so listen. Hey, listen, no, no, you should, you shut up and listen to me right now. I'm listening. I'm going to fix it. I mean, I know there's a lot of people struggling because of this, like me, um, because all my great television programs, like where are they gang? But most importantly, I think if we pitch this Twonka verse Oompa Loompa film with starring huge grant to whatever company is making the Wonka film, be it, uh, be it a 24, um, be it um the uh, you know another movie company the Duplass brothers the Duplass brothers. Uh, by the time this comes out, it will probably be Amazon. Jeff Bezos presents. Well, yeah. it'll be. But like, listen, Dyson Vacuums present. Willy if Wonka. we tell the industry about this film, yeah, I think that the the shitty execs that don't want to pay uh-huh. anybody for anything will be like, God damn it, we have to make this movie and we're going to need to get the gang back together again to do oh. it. Like we're going to, we don't want to pay the writers like any money, but if that's yeah. what it takes to get Twonka out the door, if that's what it takes to get huge, huge grants, incredible uh, daily per diem to be in the Oompa Loompa mm-hmm. animated feature film, maybe. Uh, for the record, it's replacing the couch every day for him in his green room. That's yeah. probably the every sit. He actually does it. He's like, I'll perform for free. 
if every time I stand up before I sit down again, new couch, new couch, yeah, because he'll he rips them, man. (laughs) He fills those things with farts. You're right, Graham. I want to go out on a limb, and I don't want to kind of put you guys in a moral weird quandary or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, with in light of the strike now being in effect, Uh I would like to go ahead and just step up and say, for me, this is just for me. Yeah. But for me. I will refuse to appear in any television or film projects until this strike is ended. I stand with labor and I'm stepping away from my many, 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 many opportunities sure, sure, sure. to just say, for me, I'm not going to perform on your TV shows or your movies. I'm sorry. I'm off the market. I stand with labor. <laughs> You're you're wow. my you're my fucking hero, Juice. You're my hero, yeah, Juice. I know what that yeah, means. Man. I know exactly what that means for you. A lot of them were close. Yeah, a lot of them were close. real close. I will say, can I just say, boys? I do regret not sending in that voiceover audition yesterday. Yeah, that I was supposed to do because <laughs> I had until today to do it. Yeah. And in oh, retrospect, no. I should have done it yesterday if I had paid attention. Yeah, but that's okay. I stand with labor. Yeah, I'm not not going to do that voiceover audition. All right. You're not going to do any TV shows or movies, especially movies. Listen, no movies for me. Thank you. Yeah, they asked me to be in Wonka. They said that they would do reshoots uh, before release day. They would cut me in, but I said no. And here's the weird thing, guys. Can I tell you? The sides that they sent me when they were like, please be in this, was just a bunch of reaction shots back to me and me saying, sweet. In mm-hmm. different, like, ah, oh, sweet. Sweet. Oh, sweet, yeah, sweet. And it was just like 18 of them. Yeah, that sounds and good. Some the of sweet. them, some of them, it just said, like, in parentheses, romantically, yeah, right, or like horrified. And yeah. I was like, I don't know how to do that. I do have to say, one thing that is tough is if they were going to do a last minute change of heart on Trolls 3, yeah, and just be like, Oh fuck! We forgot. We forgot like, the boys. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, the window's closed. Well, you could have had us, us, but, but that's like now. off the table now. I'm sorry. I think the good news is Justin. Just looking at the the like pecking order thing, I doubt we would be the ones holding up Trolls Three production. I doubt it would be like, well, we got to get the Macroy brothers in there. That's interesting. I the- assume. I assume though, Trav, that all the the real glittery stars, you know, they've already done their thing. Yeah. I think they're done. I'm just saying if they were like gonna come to us at some point, I kind of thought, yeah. You know, yeah. We did host the Twitter premiere of Trolls Thank World you. Tour. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. With the director of the and film. Let's just, I thought we had kind of part of the film. Now we gotta wait until this freaking strike is over. But once it is, the amount of acting I'm gonna have backed up. Oh yeah, man! I'm just ready to ready to blast. It's gonna. Oh yeah, the amount of acting I'm going to do as soon as you know V Day in the streets war is over. uh, The amount of acting I'm going to do is going to be. It's going to be terrible and profound. It's going to be um, life changing for everyone. As soon as we smash up all the computers, which I think is what the writers want. Yes, and then we only make. Stranger Things style shows. Yes. 38 episodes a season. Yes. Is what the actors want, if I remember correctly. So as soon as we do those two things, we're back in it, guys. I hate how these things are 
writing shit like they're people. They're not people. Yeah. They're 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 uh, robots. They're robots. They're machines and nuts and bolts and electricity. This is fucking Mitchell's them. versus the machines right here. Except uh, it's writers versus yeah, the machines. and all right? and yeah. all three of us are in it, and not just me. Yeah, not just Griffin. It's the other big difference. Not <laughs> Griffin in the those. background for one shot. Um. I hate how these things are writing like humans. I hate how they are getting better at running obstacle courses and doing parkour and going upstairs yes. and stuff. Yes. Uh, they have to be stopped. And I'm willing to stop acting until we get this thing figured out. But as soon Thank as you, we're Griffin. back in right. it. Thank you. As I just, soon as I, we're back I just can't believe they replaced Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones with the robot. Yeah. Because that's not him. No, it's not. I know what he looks like. I've seen that old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not him. I've seen that old man like eat hot wings and shit. I know what yeah. he looks like. Thank you very I've much. I've seen him react to David Blaine magic tricks. Yeah. That's not him. That's not him. That's I don't think. That's not Harrison Ford. Anyway. You know what I mean? Anyway, this is an advice show. Um, I can't believe Wonka's a real movie. I know. I still, so glad. The, the, the delight it brings me. Hey, if you guys had to sit down and watch All Man vs. B or watch Wonka right now, what would you choose? Wonka. Two screens. Oh, okay. two screens. Okay, yeah. No, audio from one, video from yeah, another. Yeah, they, they sync up. Perfect. I've been doing it all morning. Hey, you guys know that Man vs. B riffs Wonka? It's just a riff track of it. It's crazy. <laughs> it all lines up. Um, it all lines up. See, what they did, Justin, is they said, you know what? We don't have any Wonka movies. It's see a need villainy. <laughs> it's so wild that no one has made a Wonka movie yet. Yeah, There's Let's this great guy. And no Wild one's making about movies him. about him. Hey, Wild let's, let's fucking love party. Him. Please. But well, what if a, it's a Wonka story that no one's familiar with at all? Good. And we're making it up. Better. Is this made up or is this based on one of- A uh, true story? Beloved anti-Semite role books. <laughs> <laughs> Amer America, nay, the globe's favorite anti-Semite sure. role doll. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants. No Wait, one before wants I die, there's two more things I want you to know. <laughs> even Griffin, even Griffin is not willing to touch this fucking radioactive fact because he's worried that he'll have to direct a community theater version of James and the Giant Peach someday. He'll be called out on his hypocrisy. <laughs> I've said a lot of shit about the BFG that I can't walk back now. <laughs> it's too late. People level that stuff at, at Walt Disney, and I get it. But Roald Dolly was out there. He was, yeah, is out there. A, pi rough. a pioneer. Whoa, <laughs> Roald Dolly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Roald. Hey. If it, and that, yeah, this is based on a real book. I think the line in there is Wonka was up against the chocolate cartel. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It, get it? Now, someday, <laughs> they'll be able to finish my work if they can get some kind of huge man in here. A huge grant, if you will. I love big things. I am going to begin reading the first question if you do not take the initiative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you didn't want this to be, if you wanted this to be an advice show, you should have let them make walk. Um, I'm a frequent visitor to my local natural swimming spot which is Barton Springs in Austin. Griff, did you ever hit that spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cold, very reedy. Love it. Last week, I was swimming in the springs, and when I stopped to take a break along the wall, a big fish swam up and bit my toe hard. Yeah. That's always the nightmare, isn't it? I saw yeah. the fish through the water as I frantically swam away. It was quite big, at least a, a foot long, and it didn't, and it, and didn't look scared of me at all. I would like to know what that would look like 
I haven't been back since. My question is this, brothers. What defense tactics can I take to conquer my newfound fear of toe-biting fish and return to my beloved Barton Springs with confidence? That's from Aquatic Anxiety in Austin. They make swimming pools now. Get this, guys. They make swimming pools now that, one, aren't like perpetually 62 degrees year-round, too cold uh-huh. to get into, jump into, splash into, activate your fucking fight-or-flight response. Right. It, reduce your heart rate down to Chill 15 beeps. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also the, these new swimming pools, they don't have just like fucking seaweed and mud and shit at the bottom of it. They make it out of floor stuff that you would see in like a house or a bathtub. Oh, yeah. yeah. They kill Oh, no, all yeah, the... I've seen these videos, Griffin, where like the two dudes, they dig in the dirt. Yes. And then they go to the river. Yeah. And they just like set up. Some bamboo, I guess, yeah. and that fills the pool yeah. in minutes. They make a I've cement mixing truck out of a bunch of coconuts. I'm just saying they make swimming pools where they have killed all the fish for you ahead of time. Mm. Yeah, I was actually going to suggest chlorination as another option here for Barton Springs. Yeah. I don't know how much you'd need. A lot. It would probably need yeah. to be a lot, well, you, but it would you, take about. You would need to chlorinate the source of the springs, which I don't. I think mm. that's like deep, Earth? deep. Earth, under, yeah. yeah. Chlorinate the chlorinate the water. That could be bad. That, that could actually go bad if you tried to chlorinate all the water. And I think it's probably not weird. Like, Austin loves to keep it weird, and I think yeah. chlorinating yeah. an entire planet's worth of liquid isn't that is like a little it would be weird if you mix if in like lemonade or something like lemonade yeah. mix that's pretty weird that's, sweet that's tea true. I, I, listen you have just confirmed my number one thing about we are all when we at least i speak for myself when we are in the in the ocean or a natural body of water yeah i am constantly thinking about like it's like a thousand steps to a whale, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like if I went far enough that way, you'd hit a whale. I hit yeah. whale. squids, squids yeah. whales, squids, orca, yep. you know, you name it, right? Yep. They're out there. And I'm trying really hard to not think about fish. Yeah. And sometimes the little guy, you know, the little guy pies, they'll come up and they'll be like, oh, hey. I like those guys. Those guys are fun. I pretend they're weeds. I can't think about fish right now. Okay. okay. Now, Justin. I'm trying You've hit on something that this question struck me, right? We can talk about how you're going to get back in the water all day. What I want to talk about is how you recover from the because you're not swimming at Barton Springs alone. That's a popular swimming hole. It's There's other people crowded. there. They just saw you flip shit, right? Because you didn't handle yeah. this calmly. Now, here's my question. This fish doesn't even look scared, guys. It doesn't look scared. <laughs> what, what saves more face? I was chased by a fish that bit my toe, or something rubbed against my leg and I freaked out. I I don't. Uh, you guys seem to not really grasp how how gross this water is. Is it's just like there's, it's like you're swimming in a big big salad that somebody poured a bunch of water in. People are yelling inside of Barton Springs all the time because something's always touching them, or it is so heart-stoppingly cold that they actually black out in the water for a little bit. Now, I don't Griffin, think this it, is that uncommon. It almost seems like, perhaps, man was not meant to dwell in these waters. Yeah. Mm. Uh, certainly not for more than 30 seconds at a time. Because that fish isn't coming up on the shore of Barton Strings and biting your toe. It's not. It's almost as if Mother Gaia herself yes. is giving you every indication possible to say, hey, could you stay the fuck out of here? This fish 
this fish has been trained now to have no fear of human. Yeah, and a taste of he, human he flesh. He probably went, he probably, I guarantee five minutes before that, he went to one of his friends and he was like, I'm just going to eat one. Yeah. I'm just going to eat one and I'll see what happens. Worst case scenario, I come away hungry, but it can't be worse than this right now. I'm just going to try yeah. to eat one. Guys, I got the toe. It was delicious. You was all delicious. have They're to great. get in here. It's fucking open season on these big naked fish. <laughs> yeah. We are going to. <laughs> um, the land fish keep coming in here. No more. I will no say. More. I have been to Barton Springs before where I did not get in the water because it's it is it's a neat place. It's just, it really is quite cold and gross. Uh, but one time I was there, and I saw the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life, which is somebody was flying a drone there, which you're not supposed to do because there's some people that like topless sunbathe at Barton Springs, which I guess is okay there. Uh, and people were like yelling and pointing at it. And I saw some fucking very crunchy just incredible sort of Bodhi type, take a Frisbee, fucking fling it at this drone and explode it in the air. And the crowd literally went wild. I it, love that. It was so the coolest much. thing I've, I, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen anyone do because there's so many ways that that could have been bad. Like he could have missed yeah. or missed. Drew pieces of, if you miss, you have to leave. You have right? to leave you can't and you can never anymore. throw a Frisbee Gotta again. Go. So confident though, this, this man had just come back from, from froth. He smashed his drone up good and was a hero for the day. It was amazing. Was his frisbee then, okay? You can't even be the person who like storms out and like, hey, that's my drone. Because everybody's mad. Yeah, for being a pervo. Yeah. You just have to be like, like come out like, oh man, I feel bad for whoever's drone. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. As you surreptitiously put the remote control. Guys, I just found, I just found this remote control. It could have been anyone. Oh, it's got blood. Yeah, on. or if you're the mom who's like, drone shrapnel has just fallen on my children and hurt them very badly. But that was, but listen, bro. Fucking sick toss, man. Like, yeah, huge fling. That was the ultimate frisbee. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Um, oh, no. Everything's downhill after that one. Oh, that was the ultimate one. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll never frisbee like that again. Do we want to go to the money? I mean, we have to legally. Uh, let's take a break. I can't believe we only got through one question. What did we spend so much time on? Anyway, uh, let's uh, take a break and we'll get to the money soon. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to start your own movie studio? Now's the time. And you can start a website for that new movie studio. Maybe even publish your own videos on your own website. Now's the time to get into making things. That's right. Squarespace. Build it, beautiful. I'm talking to you. Because Me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Justin, did you know? That Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online? Yeah, this is like my millionth ad for them. <laughs> Did you know that you could stand out with a beautiful website? You could engage your audience and sell anything? Okay, I, ha I had missed that part, so that is hugely Now, Justin, here's what I wanted to get to. You can create pro-level videos, like Twonka, effortlessly. Okay. Because the Squarespace Video Studio app helps you make and share engaging videos to tell your story about the Oompa Loompas, grow your audience, and drive sales. Not of chocolate, because that's controlled by the cartel, and we all know that. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system. This ain't your granddaddy's website Whoa. design system. No. This is new. This is next-gen. This, okay, this is big. I've never talked about this before. Yes. It's never 
been easier to unlock. And this is capitalized, so you know it's fucking real. Unbreakable creativity. Whoa. That's intense. That's yeah, man. This creativity fucking stands united. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt over here. So start with a best-in-class website template, customized with design detail, and a reimagined drag-and-drop technology. With a member's area, you can unlock a new revenue stream for your business and free up time in your schedule by selling access to gated content like videos, online courses, or newsletter. That's right. They done changed the game again. Amazing. So head to amazing. Head to go to checkoutsquarespace.com slash my brother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code my brother, all one word, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, build it, Twonka. <laughs> hey, Sydney, you're a physician and the co-host of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, right? That's true, Justin. Is it true that our medical history podcast is just as good as a visit to your primary care physician? No, Justin, that is absolutely not true. Uh, however, our podcast is funny and interesting and a great way to learn about the medical misdeeds of the past, as well as some current not-so-legit healthcare fads. So you're saying that by listening to our podcast, people will feel better. Sure. And isn't that the same reason that you go to the doctor? Well, uh, you could say that. But and our podcast is free? Yes, it is free. You heard it here first, folks. Sawbones, Meryl Tour of Misguided Medicine, right here on Maximum Fun, just as good as going to the doctor. No, no, no. Still not just as good as going to the doctor, but but pretty good. It's up there. Hi, I'm Ketchup. And I'm Socks. And I'm Ball Bearings. And I'm Pigeons. And I'm Water Towers. And I'm Cardboard. Surprise, we're actually humans. Humans making a podcast about those kinds of topics. Because those are real episode topics on the podcast, secretly incredibly fascinating. That's a podcast where we take ordinary seeming things like ketchup and socks and cardboard and bring you the little known history and science and stories that make those things secretly incredibly fascinating. Secretly incredibly fascinating. The title of the podcast. Hear the back catalog anytime and hear new amazing episodes every Monday at MaximumFun.org. I'm so fucking afraid of Slender, man. <laughs> Griffin, I'm so proud of you for finally admitting it. Here's Thank the therapy you. paying off. That's the this first show step. This is a place for healing. That's the first step is to admit that Slender Man is real and it's okay to be afraid of him. Um, yeah. Luckily, I also have- And natural, I would say. Yes. I have this wisdom from the wizard. Jace sent it in. Thank you so much. Um, and it's a WikiHow article of how to get over your fear of Slender Man. Um, the monsters under your bed and in your closet are long gone. Now your nightmares are packed with visions of this faceless skinny man with abnormally long arms and a really nice well-pressed suit. You're practically pining for the You're practically pining for the days of the bogeyman. Never fear, WikiHow is here. Of the bogeyman. <laughs> of the bogeyman and his terrible frisbees. Never fear, WikiHow is here. To get over fear of Slenderman, read on. When you are done, <laughs> heck, he'll be the one fearing you. Whoa, who that wrote this? Wiki, who wrote this? WikiHow. Oh, sorry. William Schroeder, M-A-L-P-C-N-C-C. Um, so I believe that is a licensed professional. Slenderman Hunter? Paranormal. Paranormal. Uh, uh, Charles. It's me, Paranormal Charles. Didn't you just say your name was William? I'm a licensed Paranormal Charles. Thank you. Using your logic, one, 
know that you could take him. Sure. Maybe he's seven feet tall. Based on what, Charles? Uh, he's seven feet tall, but he's a stick. You know his name, Slenderman, because he's skinny, very skinny. And he was probably a geek in high school, which is why he's acting like Whoa. this scary masked man. What? You could totally kick his flat butt if he came at you. So I guess the first step <laughs> is to really- Does it say flat butt, Kevin? Yeah. So the first step is to really, really body shame Slenderman. Uh, yeah, is, yeah, it, that is- The first thing. And also, uh, let's see, uh, experience and embrace hubris? I guess, which has always yeah. been successful in any See, story. Like, you know, any story where somebody looks at another one and goes, that scrawny geek? Yeah. What threat yeah, right. could he uh, be? Think about every like horror movie you've ever seen and imagine one of the main characters like, <laughs> Slender Man, if I see him, I'll kick his skinny bitch ass. I'll, it's like, <laughs> I'll kick that dead. dude's flat butt. That's uh, What, Todd? That, that guy's dead first. That guy's dead first. first. Definitely. Yeah. I'll kick his flat butt. What do you, you wait, Todd, what? Right next, I'm just saying, I've seen that guy's butt, man. He don't got a juicy donk or nothing. <laughs> He's got a flat butt and I could fucking kick it. You could pork right next to that guy and you would not be murdered. Nope. So yeah. I would bypass you and come I'm, right for I miss the bogeyman's fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's flat butt does nothing for me. Whoa, whoa <laughs> it's okay. going weird places here, Brian. Think of, it follows. You know, it follows him. And that's a flat yeah. butt. That's what I think. That's what follows. Think about his background. Let's take what we know. I don't see anything in his background. I'm looking <laughs> for it. I don't see anything. Let's there. take what we know. His back is flat. That's what we're saying. It's not round at let's all. Take, it's flat. Let's take what we know about this guy, which admittedly is very little. He wears a suit every day. What kind of person wears a suit every day? Either he's incredibly educated and has a well-paying job, or he's Barney Stinson. Who I think, if memory was serves, was incredibly in that educated show and, and has a well-paying job. A well-paying job. Uh, let's yeah. consider. If you ask him what he did, he would say, "Please." So you don't know his job. It's kind of a fun. Um. Thing. So. Oh, is that like a bit that they do? Yeah, yeah he doesn't say his job from the hit show How I Met Your Yeah, and then in I'll the finale, check that out. No spoilers. In the finale, it reveals that he's a human trafficker, uh, which is fucking wild, man. You made me root for this dude. That sucks, <laughs> man. And he's trafficking. That sucks, dude. That actually sounds like a better last episode for how much yeah, sure. than what they actually Slenderman, let's consider both theories. Slenderman is wealthy and educated. If this is the case, he's probably open to reason. Odds are he prefers the aisle seat on an airplane, doesn't eat very much junk food, watches very little television, and listens to audiobooks on his commute to work. I now know exactly the type of podcast that Slenderman listens to. It's not this yeah. one. It's not this it's, one. Oh, thank God. It is if you listen to this, he would know all our strategies. It's ones that yell at you for not having a million dollars by the time you're age 23 because you're just not, you must not be working at all, huh? Um, or Slenderman is a misunderstood Barty Stinson. If this is the case, it's possible. Okay, there's nothing that's going to be funny in this section. Let's think about his mortality, though. Think about the other part mm. of his name, Slender Man. Man. He's a man. He has sure. not slender God. He's has hopes. That's true. He has hopes, dreams, fears, insecurities, and desires, loads of which are probably unfulfilled, just like the rest of us. Hell, he's wandering around the woods with no one to talk to. How terrible a fate. He probably prays for death every day, but it never comes. What? Wait, hold on. Big jump there. Um, well, get ready for this very next sentence. Slender man will die. That is. <laughs> That is, if you believe he's alive. More on that later. He has not been alive since the height of the Egyptian Empire, and he cannot haunt you forever. In fact, he probably gets a cold a few times a year. He's just like the rest of us, mere mortal. Hey, okay, okay, can I just say, we're all parents here. Yeah. 
Our children have experienced some sort of fear this one, I assume. Imagine this is how you addressed that. So wild. Yeah, it's really wild. That you didn't start with what I think this article just hinted we'll discuss later, which is that he's not really alive. No, 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 no. That he's not really alive. He could be a ghost man. He could be unalive. It could be any amalgamation of of, sure. of that. Um, sure, I didn't But I am that. brought peace. If my child came to me and was like, Daddy, Daddy, I'm so afraid of Slender Man, then I could definitely come to him with the very like tender, gentle parenting response of like, well, someday Slender Man will die. And probably before we just you have or to I, hold out. We just have to keep hold- hanging in there. Um, and that's and true. Then oh, after like, that... that- we don't have to lock the doors anymore. We can put up the bunting. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll fine. have a big party in the streets. We'll all bring our favorite, you know, Jello molds and shit. It's gonna yeah. be great. But until then, I, I do this with my kids about Trump. So yeah, I, sure. I think <laughs> that makes sense. I think they'll be used to it already. Yeah, I still feel kind of scared of. Them. Yeah. <laughs> well, visualize like, like, hugs. Do you know how many people Slenderman could hug at once? How amazing would it feel to be in a group of half a dozen people <laughs> all sharing the same hug at the same time? Think this, of the bonding. I came around on this one because at first, think of his hugs was scary to me. Yeah. But then the idea of every hug with Slenderman as a group hug. Yeah. Pretty nice. That's actually. Cool. Um, next time you dream about Slenderman, think about hugging him. Uh, I'm already doing that in my dreams. Thank you so much for I'm already there. Hugging Slenderman. <laughs> Heck, he'll probably start blubbering <laughs> Me like- Me and 10 of my friends. <laughs> he'll probably start blubbering like a baby and talking to you about how he was called Octopus Boy as a child. Now all of a sudden, <sighs> I'm like actually- being asked to do a lot of sort of emotional heavy lifting for the Slenderman. Yeah, that actually would be- Kind of now, I'm afraid for a different reason. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm afraid for the same reason. I'm afraid to be hugged by people in real life that I don't know very well. Which yeah. is all of a sudden, right. I'm going to be responsible for some of your um, sort of emotional load, uh, and I really don't know how to handle that. Um, this guy has no eyes, nose, mouth, or ears. He cannot see you, smell you, breathe on you, or hear you. Um, like <laughs> it says this, like for real now. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, he probably has a sixth sense of some sort. Maybe he sees dead people. So, yeah, he can teleport. That's awesome. More on that in a bit. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> Once again, yeah, maybe he's got a sixth sense. Yeah, he can teleport. Um, That's not what sixth sense Like, you know that, right? Like, Charles. Okay, so now we're getting into where the, the sort of psychosexual part of every WikiHow article where it does say, picture keep him. Keep your grades up. <laughs> keep your grades up, and then picture him as calamari. Those tentacle arms that pop out of his back would be delicious. Not to go all cannibalistic on you, but if you were to eat Slender Man, think battered and deep fried, yum. WikiHow can help you here with articles on cooking calamari and frying calamari. Um, so I guess that's one sort of really so, wild way to go about facing it. It's like a new kind of immersion therapy where you think about eating the thing you're very scared of. <laughs> so at the beginning of this article, when it said by the end of this article, Slender Man will be afraid of you, yeah. this is what it was talking about, right? Yeah, because you're the, you're the you're Slender Man eater. You consume Slender yeah. Man for fuel. Yeah. Um, I'm the full man. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the hungry man. Yeah. Uh, do your research. He is not real. So what is the point of being afraid? That's not funny. Start with that. Um, First what, of all. Why did you lead with that? He's not real. That, so don't worry about it. But if he is, <laughs> this is that's how you do it. This is awesome. Um, do the math. There are about 7.5 billion people in the world and just as many places. 
uh, in fact, many more where he could be if he were real. What's the odds he's coming after you? What makes you so special that Slenderman would show up on your doorstep? Unless, yep. unless you're leaving him milk and cookies, he probably won't. I'm having a hard time following if I'm supposed to be taking this article seriously or not because they keep throwing in yeah, little jokes I'm, in there. I'm worried too. Also, frankly, if I leave milk and cookies on my doorstep, I'm yeah. more worried about wild animals than anything else, really. Yeah, you know who probably has a really hard time having the thought of like, who am I so special that Slenderman would show up on my door to kill me? The person whose door Slenderman has just showed up on to kill them. They yeah, probably right. are the only people having the thought of like, oh, wow. Oh, wow, it is me today, huh? Ah, shit. Ooh. Well, joke's on you. Hum, 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 hum. <laughs> Get in this fryer. Normal stuff next. Use him as a port key. If you think about it, Slenderman would be a pretty cool superhero. He can just pop up in places randomly. How sweet would that be? All you have to do is get close to him, latch onto him, and wait for him to teleport like a port key in Harry Potter. G- fucking cool, all right. Yeah, next thing, great. next very next step, use him as a TARDIS. So we're that's kind of seems on. like the sa- it kind of seems like you just wanted to sort of write about some other sort of fiction. You're guys. trying to set up a, a Slenderman verse, yeah. and I yeah. appreciate it. The Slenderverse sounds cool. That use him like a Wonka Vader. I would. Yeah. Damn it! This is a new pitch for Slenderman too, because I think they did make a Slenderman movie. Probably wasn't very good. But what about a zany one where we get? <laughs> let me think. Okay, I don't know if I want Timothy Chalamet to be Slenderman or the boy. Both. He's He's both. both. Okay. And he's just very rude to Slenderman and will jump on him and teleport to go on like zany adventures all over time and space Mm -hmm. using him like a TARDIS or a Slender boy. It's his son. Slender boy. Slenderman and Slender boy. My my neighbor Slenderman. Slender boy. Hops on his back. I have to go to work. No. Take me to King's Island. And then, Fuck. Slender Man, Slender Man. In Thronka, we can do a crossover where maybe like Chalamet Wonka is like making stretchy saltwater taffy that turns into Slender Man, and then Timothy Chalamet's mm-hmm. in the movie three times. And then they all turn into hard battling trucks, and you got Tonka. And that's <laughs> the fourth one. That's going to be. Love this. Good. Hey, uh, can we? Is that all that you have, Griffin, or do you have more advice? Um, I mean, there's a lot of just sort of like empower yourself. Uh, yeah, it started. It felt like it was deteriorating into fan fiction, so I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> deteriorating! It didn't start that way, J Man. Didn't that's start fair. that way. That's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. started as a thing that I would call like bully fiction. It wasn't yeah. quite a fan of it so much as like, let me tell you all the things I hate about that nerdy. Here's how I wish butt. I could handle my bully. I just want to read this last thing in this in the second section i'm not gonna go any further than this but um act like he's your bff and then in quotes hey slender man what's up my man uh imagine that if i heard what you said about my flat butt oh no 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 travis he's our bff now imagine that if he's there you're gonna have a slindy party do the wave and eat some doritos if nothing else, he'll initially be freaked out by your warmth and gumption no one else has the cojones to be so friendly and inviting so that kicks ass, man. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's. Fantastic. I love when I'm hanging out with friends, and it's like, well, we're having a party. Um, so let's do the wave and eat some Dorito. Let's do a small, self-contained wave here in this party with eight people at it while we eat some Doritos together. Um, I love you, Slender Man. I want to be your best friend, and I want you to be my time machine and my dinner. You're the everything to me. You're everything to me. You're everything I, just, I need. 
Here's a question. Back in 2018, my friends and I found a small, dark, unfinished crawl space under the stairs of our college dorm building. We decided to hide a pack of Pepsi in there and you made a deal gross. that we would go back to the dorm's crawl space when we graduated in December 2020 and we'll drink the Pepsi as a final farewell. However, because of COVID, we were unable to go back and complete this mission. It has now been almost five years, and we have not claimed those Pepsi cans. We're going back to my college town in August for a wedding, and we really want to get the Pepsis back. However, none of us go to that school anymore, let alone live in the dorm (laughs) building, and we really want the Pepsi. How should we proceed? What if some other group has stolen our sacred Pepsi? That's from Pepsi and Purgatory. Man, as time goes on, we just find out more and more stuff that COVID ruined. Yeah. Am I right? And this like, is. I'm right? starting to think COVID was a bad thing. It was a bad was idea, bad. Fauci. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have done it that way. Um, I am just envisioning a quiet afternoon in the library. And then we just hear squeaky boots on the marble floors and then the sound of a sledgehammer as someone starts <laughs> smashing up the marble floors of the library. And someone comes over, like, what are you doing? And it's like, I have to get. I have to get the sacred Pepsi. If you look, it's it's noon right now. The sun is shining through that circle of stained glass right here on the ground. So this is where I have to smash it up to get my Pepsi back. It's it's Kylie Jenner, and she's like, "There's a protest going on outside, and if I don't, get this <laughs> if Pepsi, I don't get things this. could break real bad out there." I gotta get this Pepsi and calm everybody down. Everyone's got swords and chains. If yep. I don't get this Pepsi, everyone is a god. If I don't get this Pepsi out there to these cops. It's going to break bad. So I got to fix shit. Bad. This is the only way. I have some good news for you. In my experience, in your original plan as outlined, by the time you graduated in 2020, the Pepsi would be undrinkable trash. Yeah. Like, absolutely poisonous. Three. You know that, right? Like it would be poisonous. And so what you're really talking about is you couldn't go get your trash during COVID, but you would like to come back and tidy up after yourself now. Yeah. And that, I think, is a pitch you could get past the authorities. If you're like, I accidentally left, well, trash now here. Yeah. And I'd like to go get my trash. But I do need those Pepsi points because there was a bag I was saving up for. And if I don't get those Pepsi points, oh, they're just kind of wasted. And that's on you. Oh, and you should prepare yourself. These have leaked. These There's, have leaked. There, the sweaty, <laughs> sticky soda you have, all over the ground. You've created... Like a whale fall. You've created a Pepsi fall ecosystem underneath this storm. You're going to pull, pry back the, the, the bricks under the, in, leading into this crawl space and see some like crab with a human face like, Papa, Papa, you have, mm-hmm. made, pe- you have made Pepsi men. This is who they are. Yeah. They're not fun, silver suited refreshment deliverers. Yeah. Um, they, are little, they are little crab monsters. This is their fantasy world. This is like, this is what ants have been waiting for. This is Atlantis. Yes. They thought, they've heard about it. Six Pepsi cans just lying there. You can go drink your fill. No problem. I think even ants, this three-year-old or perhaps up to seven-year-old soda is going to be too gnar. For a bug to drink. I think now of, they use it to power their society. This has become at yes. first the ants were eating it. They didn't know any better. But now this is their fossil fuel yes. kind of thing where it's just like we use the Pepsi to, to power the thing. And now that there are there are little ants, we're like, but we can't replenish this. There's no more. Once we're through these six cans, there will be no more. We need to start using alternative fuels. And they're like, ah, get out of here. And it's like and the, the smoke from the Pepsi juice, it's ruining the crawl space. But they didn't listen, Justin. That's our kids' problem. Yeah. We'll not worry about that today. Um, 
Fuck. Wow. 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 Uh, the robot that made chips at Chipotle. Sure, sure. Um, do you remember this? We spoke on this a while ago. He was a robot that made chips at yeah, Chipotle. Of course. Yeah. Okay. And then the writers, the writers had to you, go on strike. Um, yeah. Just a quick. I'll give you a, a reminder video here that I have. Uh, we don't need to hear it, but basically, you cut up the Th- limes. That's a person, Justin. Yeah, the person cuts up cuts up the limes, and then Chippy the chip robot fries the chips. And perfectly limes and salts them. He can't figure out how to do some of it, so the human does have to cut the limes. Well, you think yeah, the robot he can't can be trusted limes. with a knife, is what it but is. But yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't want to equip Chippy with a knife. Well, good news, guys. Chippy has got a friend, and it's it's an avocado robot. <laughs> it can cut, core, and peel avocados, and it is called Autocado. Autocado? It's called Avocado. Okay. I like Do that. we have a video of avocado? Because I'm having a hard time thinking. My human hands are incredibly graceful and skilled, and even I struggle with the the intricacies, the curvature of a. Of with avocado, yeah. Vebu, the company behind it, worked with certified training managers at Chipotle locations. Gave them fucking all our secrets. Sure. All the human secrets to analyze preparation processes and identify time-consuming tasks, as well as those employees didn't. <laughs> those that employees didn't rate highly. <laughs> oh boy! This <laughs> is like this is like here's the oh the jobs that we fucking hate. Here's number one: the robots can have it. Cutting avocados, give it to the bots. Absolutely. Do you think a big part of the training and programming was just convincing robots that avocados are a thing that humans should eat? Yeah, like handing it to a robot and robots like, are no you? Sh- this way. is pretty no, wild man. looking. Are you? Look at that. There's no way. Presently, Chipotle dedicates specific crew members to cutting, coring, and scooping avocados. On average, it takes about 50 minutes to make a bunch of a batch of guacamole, the company said. Um, and now I will premiere. Um, I'm gonna premiere this guy here. I want you to meet Autocado. Can you describe the process? We're dumping they're so dumping, many yeah. avocados into a tray, and then and it's it looks like they're being sort of gooshed oh, with yeah. mini oh. blades. So many blades, happening, but and then someone about it? pulls out a drawer where many halved avocados have been have been oh, stored. And there's no way that, but then a human being, a is man so has to it. mush it. A man has this to. This is mush what it. I'm saying. This is where it falls apart for me. Okay, the man mush. The man has to come afterwards and be like. I'll take it from here. Mush, 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 mush. Well, you didn't teach the robot to mush? No, it doesn't. Here's what happened. They they rolled out avocado, avocado roll out, and then they were like, okay, but Dan's kind of our guacamole guy. Yeah. And like, he's tenured. <laughs> we can't fire Dan. And they're like, okay, we'll turn off 
the mushing part, and Dan can do that part. Like, hey, thanks. That means a lot. But there's got to be an engineer there who's like, ah, man, the mushing part, it's so good at. Because it's a- That's the best part. I don't know if you guys know this. It's a machine made out of gears and servos and electricity. (laughs) Mushing is what machines do. It's the easiest part of it. (laughs) In fact- We have to figure out how to peel it, keep the avocado house- Whole as as an engineer who designs human facing <laughs> products, I find that most of my time is spent reducing the mushing capacity of the machines I build. When you look <laughs> at these avocado halves, the peel is off. The it's the, flawless. The core, which is now the pit, is out. They are perfectly shaped. Yes, cord halved, and then. The robot has to watch as you <laughs> hand it over to a human yeah, who takes job, a Stephen. big mallet and just smashes it up. <laughs> what? But I, I was so careful, Papa. No, <laughs> my, why did you make insane. me go through all the? You're <laughs> making them insane. They definitely could have mushed it in the machine. I was so careful. What's that? You're putting it in your mouth and mushing it further? <laughs> what? Why you are you doing you it? turned it into what? With your My body? heart. <laughs> They're going to have to I could have been it. a surgical robot. Did you see what I did with <laughs> avocado significantly softer than human beings? This is what you've made me do? I, 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 I got a quibble. With the robot thing, honestly, <laughs> you made a machine that peels avocados. I don't call my my uh, my uh, countertop toaster oven. I don't call it a pop tart robot. You know, it's just a toaster. Yeah. you just made a machine that peels avocados. It's good on it's you. It's tough. Man. I don't know how you did it. I hear it takes like fifty minutes to make a batch. So that's like, um, the the most of the programs. Ver- most of the programming, though, to be fair went into making the robot hate doing it. That was yeah. that's where the robot part comes in. It's easy to build a machine that'll do it. The I, real jig is having a robot be like, fucking damn. Do you guys you could have done this. Obviously Atacado, this is not this is a big nothing burger. Do you guys think, because this is my current working theory, that the whole reason for Atacado's existence is the engineers kept coming in to do their weekly chippy checkups and they'd be like, well, Chippy, how's it going? And then every single time, Chippy just answers, Chippy, horny. And they'd be like, um, Chippy, buddy, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. You're a chip, you're a tortilla chip making robot. And Why very- Papa make Chippy horny at Why Papa table? make Chippy horny and alone? Yeah, I mean, Chippy. You I- made yes. choice, make choice, make Chippy horny. Chippy, I Why you not- program Chippy I'll- get horny? Chippy, I designed you to cook and zest up tortilla chips. I did not think that being horny was gonna be. I'll tell you what. (laughs) But then when we tried to remove that part of your programming, you couldn't do salt anymore. So it turned out they were connected somehow. Yeah. Sorry about that, bud. Please connect uh, Chippy to internet. Chippy, I don't want to connect you to the internet, buddy, because that's not going to be a good... (laughs) We tried that back at HQ, and you remember what happened? FBI watch list. Yeah, Yeah, Chippy. Uh, Autocado is air-gapped, no question. (laughs) Uh, Kurt Kurt Garner, the chief customer and technology officer at Chipotle. Yeah, I guess he's the officer of both customers and technology. (laughs) That's fine. We're committed to exploring uh, collaborative robotics to drive efficiencies and ease pain points for our employees. The intensive labor of cutting, coring, and scooping avocados could be relieved with avocado, but we still maintain the essential culinary experience of hand mashing and hand preparing the guacamole to our exacting standards. Just like we promised Dan. Ah, boy.
I love it. Yeah. So that how do is, I get one of these in my how there. do I get one of these in my house? When are they going to deploy these? Keep for your the, children away from Autocado for the love of God, yeah. Griffin. It will it will not stop until it removes what it perceives <laughs> as the pit. Yes, it sir. cannot. It, it does not discern is. whatever you put into Autocado. It cannot discern. But you also and also if you don't hand mash whatever it cores at the end, it gets very angry. Yeah. yeah. That's what they don't tell um, you about Autocado. Once you turn it on, one, no off switch, and you have to keep feeding it avocados. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst part. It's avocado powered. They weren't even thinking. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. We got we got a, the uh, shows, live shows. You can come see us. San Diego, this week, we are coming for you with special guest uh, GM, which is Game Mom in this context, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Uh, that is going to be a, a massive, fantastic Taz show. We're also doing My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Um, if you have a question that you want to be read at that My Brother, My Brother, and Me show, email it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org and put your city in the subject line. We'll also be doing a panel and signing at San Diego Comic-Con. Great. Later on, we're going to be at Seattle uh, at the end of August, New York Comic Con, August, uh, October twelfth and thirteenth. It's all all the info is at bit.ly forward slash McElroy Tours. Um, we got merch over at McElroy Merch that you're just gonna love. Some candles. Um, and let's say thanks to Montaigne for the use of our theme song. Yeah, no, I was going to do that. I don't know why you're shrieking it in such a weird. Well, because Justin you. took the part that I normally do, where I say like, "Oh, so you were doing me. a Griffin voice? Is no. that what that was?" I was just trying to be dominant okay. for once in my life. Thanks to Montaigne for mm-hmm. these for a theme song. Uh, oh. Montaigne has caused a terrible fight here, um, but so, so this feels disingenuous. No. I hope I hope they're appropriately ashamed. Good because this is. But it's called "My Life Is Better With You." It's a great track. Thank you, Montaigne. Um, and now our own song, in a way, not really rhythmic or melodic in a way, but it's sound that feels good. Here we here go. We go. We gotta sync up on the ending, cause or else. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. If we don't dime stop, people are gonna get pissed. It's Griffin McElroy. <laughs> this has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.